Welcome to the Breakthrough Advisor Podcast. In this podcast, we inspire advisors with ideas and pathways to break through barriers and build a thriving retirement income business. We will interview innovative technology developers, business leaders, and successful advisors, then help you organize and execute these ideas to move your business forward. Hello, and welcome to the Breakthrough Advisor. Today, I'm speaking with Steve Kearns, who is the founder and president of InsureMark, and this is the inaugural podcast for the Breakthrough Advisor. So I'm really excited to be talking with Steve, and we're going to get a little bit of history, and and, uh, just I'm going to pick his brain for a bit. So good morning, Steve. How are you? Good morning, Eric. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for letting me host this. I appreciate it. I'm going to really enjoy this. So Steve, when we think about InsureMark, I know that there's history there, but I want to kind of dive into your history first. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right. So tell me, how did you break into this industry in the the beginning? Oh, wow. Uh, I got into the life insurance business in uh, December of 1978 after a failed attempt to be a sandwich empire guru. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I like sandwiches. I would, I would, yeah, I would support yeah. you. <laughs> anyway, so the restaurant business was not meant to be for me. I grew up in a uh, in a life insurance family. My dad started with the Metropolitan uh, way way back in in the late 50s, the early 60s, and climbed the corporate ladder with Metropolitan. And I lived I lived that life. I saw that. And I, it wasn't my mm-hmm. first choice, wasn't my first career choice and, and entered the food franchise business uh, a couple of years after college. Uh, that led us down to Houston, mm-hmm. Texas. And we bought the franchise rights to a, a very successful chain of submarine sandwich shops back in the, uh, the late 70s, uh, even way before Subway was around. Mm. And the city of Houston, just they just weren't ready for uh, for submarine sandwiches yet. So we opened our first restaurant here in Houston in 1978, and we were out of business in six months. Oh, wow. Wasn't meant to be. I had two partners in this venture, and one of them was in the insurance business. And he said, hey, listen, why don't you join me in the insurance business, which ironically I didn't want to, I didn't want to do, uh, mm-hmm. having gr- grown up in that. But I did that. And Long story short, uh, got in the insurance business, like I said, in December of 1978, became pretty successful. I became what what I called myself pretty much an appaholic. Hmm. Uh, we worked the family market. I worked the, I worked the family market, uh, basically worked from 5 to 10 o'clock every night. I sold over 250 life insurance policies every year, made the million-dollar roundtable wow. uh, every year. I was married to and am still married to a fantastic woman who is very supportive of this industry and what I had what I had to do at that time and having done that for 4 or 5 years I literally worked uh, Monday through Friday and every Saturday morning and you get burnt out and oh, yeah. uh, you're 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 working the family market you're working the kitchen table it was around oh 1982 83 I started researching you know I really want to stay in this industry I fell in love with it after after I after I initially didn't want to be in it mm-hmm. and so I started researching what can I do at the young age of 29 to stay in this business so I researched a lot of things I researched becoming an estate planner you know where you write 10 or 12 or 15 cases a year I looked mm-hmm. at that I have an uncle and a cousin that are very successful State Farm agents back in Nebraska, small town Nebraska. They literally they literally own the town and the and the county mm-hmm. uh, insurance business in their little worlds. I looked at that very seriously. 
And then I ran across this business called Insurance Distribution. And it was, there wasn't really much going on at that time back in 1978. It was just kind of a fledgling business in the life insurance business. At that time, I didn't even know what an annuity was back mm -hmm. in uh, mm -hmm. 1983. There was individual major medical and small group health insurance distribution, uh, life insurance distribution. So that's what my wife and I, what we decided to do. Uh, we decided to jump into that arena. In July of 1983, we started a company called First Houston Insurance Brokerage. Mm -hmm. What I did from breakfast to dinner every day was get in my car and go call on insurance agents and try to get them to sell my universal life insurance products and my individual major medical and small group health insurance products. And so I did that during the day. And because it was generating very little revenue with the startup, I had to pay the bills. So I continued working the family market at night. I was basically working from breakfast until bedtime mm -hmm. for about four years. Wow. And, and then our distribution business started to take off. And then I ran across this product called an annuity, a fixed annuity. Had the very good fortune to become affiliated with a brand new startup company called Life USA. Had the great fortune to meet Bob McDonald and Dan Rourke and Don Urban, and, and mm -hmm. who really are, uh, in my opinion, are the pioneers of annuity distribution in our industry. And, and they taught me annuity distribution. And that really started to take off. We slowly moved out of the life insurance and small group and individual major medical distribution business. And we pretty much became an annuity distributor. We went from really just being a Houston-based business, and then we kind of grew into a Texas-based business, and then we kind of grew into a regional business. Mm -hmm. And then technology, and remember when, <laughs> when we started in 1983, there were no CRMs, there were no mm -hmm. smartphones, there were no iPhones, there there were no laptops. Uh, there was barely a desktop, and it was big and clunky. I used um, push-button phones, and I had—I I wish I had a, a picture to show you. Uh, these two <laughs> large, giant Rolodexes. For those that are listening, can even remember what a Rolodex oh, looks yeah. like. And that—and that—that's what I—that's what I did. And a—and an automobile. And so I—I I went out and, wow. and called on guys. And then the fax machine was invented, and then we started recruiting people by phone and by fax machine, and and then we we really became a national concern and and started recruiting all around all around the country. We changed our name because of that. Oh, I forget 1985, 1986 from First Houston Insurance Brokerage to Insuremark. Mm -hmm. And that's our name today and what it's been since uh, mid to mid to late 80s and so we have uh, morphed or evolved into a, a nationwide uh, a national distribution company our primary uh, products that we distribute are fixed indexed annuities actually all uh, the entire universe of annuities mm -hmm. uh, fixed indexed annuities fixed annuities multi-year guarantee annuities single premium immediate annuities the whole world the whole world of fixed indexed annuities we distribute life insurance products all types of life insurance products, index universal life, universal mm -hmm. life, whole life, wow. term life insurance, and asset-based long-term care insurance, which is really beginning to really take off and yeah, really absolutely. begin to explode. And 
and I think is going to be uh, really one of the next great change makers, if you will, in product in our mm-hmm. uh, in our industry because it's going to solve a massive problem that our country is going to face, and that Absolutely. is uh, how do we take care of of our families um, in the sunset years of their life. Those are all the product lines that we're that we're in that we're involved with. We um, we have probably over over three thousand independent financial advisors that we work with throughout the country. Uh, I think we're in just about every state, and mm-hmm. our customers are uh, the independent financial advisor, the senior insurance agent that deals with Medicare or, lo- or long term care insurance, property casualty agent, mm-hmm. the registered investment advisor, the investment advisor representative, the registered rep with broker dealers independent banks, credit unions, we deal with everybody that yeah, sounds has like a ne- has a need for for all of our products through the the whole spectrum of of annuities and life insurance and asset-based long-term care insurance. So that is a long answer to your question. <laughs> I apologize I apologize, but I hope I hope that covered everything. So that's where we are today in uh, in 2020, 37 years later. Very proud of who we are. Uh, I, we've got a very iconic brand, and I would say there's probably just a handful, maybe less than a handful, of firms like ours that have been around mm-hmm. longer than us. So I'm really, I'm really proud that we have withstood the test of time and, and yeah. all the changes that have happened. So, absolutely, thank you so much for that history because I mean that gives us a great foundation to launch from. And I know that you really wanted to cover three things today in the podcast. Can you kind of give us a sneak peek of what those three real issues are? Thanks, Eric. First thing was what I call the Mayflower theme. The second is what we call ADO, and I'll explain that. And the third is family. All right. The Mayflower, I think we all know the story of the pilgrims, you know, that they were mm-hmm. they were searching for a brave new world and and ready to leave everything behind with nothing to go back to. It's a powerful story. It's a historic story. It's it's part of our country's story, and that's what we are doing here. At Insuremark, we think that we think the independent financial advisor faces a similar choice today. I guess I would say, what is different today? What has prompted us to follow this Mayflower theme at Insuremark? Mm -hmm. And I would say there are basically three things that are occurring that have made things different. One would be the internet, the World Wide Web. And Mm -hmm. as you and I and and the world and those that are listening know, the way that consumers shop is totally different now. We've got Amazon and and Google, uh, Mm -hmm. the way that people interact today. Uh, We've got Facebook and Twitter and goodness knows how many many other ways to to communicate in social media. Mm -hmm. The way that we entertain ourselves, Netflix and Amazon Prime and, and the way that we travel with Uber and Lyft and Travelocity and... Yeah, Airbnb, and, um, all of it's changing. Yeah, all all of it. Yeah, exactly. And and we really believe this is going to force advisors to to change the way that they do business. And mm-hmm. the reality, Eric, is not all of them are going to succeed. Mm-hmm. Not all of them are going to are going to be able to navigate the sea of change. Some will just say, "I'm not going to do it," and yeah. they'll just hang on. They'll hang on as long as they can, and until the tidal wave of change just sweeps them out into the ocean. I would say the second thing that has made why today is different are demographics. And it's the demographic that you can't change. It's an in-your-face demographic. We have 10,000 
baby boomers retiring every single day. Today, there will be 10,000 baby boomers that will retire mm -hmm. in this country. And when you think about that, it's staggering. Yeah. You know, that's 70,000 people a week. That's over 300,000 people a month. That's three and a half to four million people a year that are retiring. Those are staggering numbers. Mm -hmm. And, um, and if you if you really do a deep dive behind the stats, and we have, we've done extensive research, you'll find that very few of these retirees work with an advisor, mm -hmm. and they're going to be required to make decisions that's going to that's going to impact their standard of living for themselves and for their kids and their grandkids for decades, and unfortunately without any professional assistance. So, we really believe here that most advisors are not equipped to provide that lifetime advice about lifetime income, about not outliving your income, about asset allocations, about uh, their social security planning, their tax planning, their long-term care and estate planning. There are regulatory and everyday skill challenges for these uh, men and women that they're going to have to deal with. And so demographics are a big second component to you know why today is so different. And I would mm -hmm. say that the third... The third component, and I just briefly mentioned it, are regulations. The NAIC and uh, FINRA and mm -hmm. SEZ have all and are going through game-changing best interest regulations uh, right now. And they're going, it's going to expose the transactional, commission-driven advisor, and it's going to either force them to change the way uh, that they receive remuneration for their work or it's going to chase them out of the business. Mm -hmm. Those are three things, Eric, under our what we call our theme of Mayflower. We believe what are making uh, things different today. All right. So what's that second theme? The second theme is what we call here at InsureMark. We have rebranded, but we are recreating ourselves into what we call an ADO. And ADO stands for an Advisor Development Organization. Our industry for years has been an IMO, an NMO, an FMO, a mm -hmm. MGA, a BGA, and we just thought, you know what, this new world is going to demand a different look into the mirror. We have rebranded InsureMark as an advisor development organization. And so you might ask yourself, so what is that and why would an advisor even care? Here's what we're doing about it. At, right. at, in, at, at InsureMark. So we're in, as I've said, we're kind of in the process of a metamorphosis. And I've said, as I've said, we, we, we conduct ourselves today as an advisor development organization. And I know that might be a mouthful, but it means that we're a little bit more, not a little bit, but a lot more focused on helping our advisor clients become the resource that their clients need to really become a 21st century financial advisor. Mm -hmm. And we're very proud of the relationships that we've built with all the insurance companies that we partner with and that we distribute product for and all the product design groups that, uh, that we are a part of. And because of those relationships, our advisors have access to an unparalleled portfolio of, quite honestly, the best insured products for accumulation, income, legacy, and, and long-term care. Mm -hmm. We at InsureMark, we, we really, Eric, we, we have really evolved from being just a market leader in distributing annuities and life insurance to really helping improve client outcomes while we increase the value of our advisor clients' businesses. Fantastic. And how have we done that? 
we have invested heavily in people and in processes and in, in, in the technology that it takes to deliver on that promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very sophisticated in our employee recruitment process. We spend a lot of money on external training and coaching resources. We, we believe that's incredibly important right now as we as an ADO and as our industry starts to evolve and go through this metamorphosis I talked about. Mm-hmm. We believe and we believe to our very core that our people are our greatest resource. Uh, we hear that all the time from our advisors that we work with. Our business processes are, are the result of a continuous process improvement that's led by a, a very senior leadership team here at InsureMark. One of the things we're really excited about, and that is we're just completing the very first phase of a major digital transformation here at InsureMark. And we really believe this is going to completely change the customer experience for our advisors. Our advisor development consultants will now be able to leverage our decades of experience and our business data to be more proactive. We're at the very tail end of, of this first phase, and we couldn't be more excited. It's, it's really... Uh, it's very transformational. So right. um, we also, our, our advisors also have access to our real-time business metrics, and we believe that's, that's extremely important. We live in the high age of digital te- technology and digital transformation, and business metrics is part of that. We are able to present our advisors with a dashboard that has a business at a glance where these dashboards will actually simplify uh, the life of the advisor and actually will keep them in touch with their their clients. It will be automatic lead generation for them. And so how we've done that is we've built an integrated suite of 21st century tools that enables the advisors to easily implement their uh, search engine optimization, uh, their digital marketing, their social media, their digital ads, and their e-app processing. As we speak today, Eric, we actually have advisors that are running campaigns right now that are attracting new leads. They can go to bed at night, wake up in the morning, and there will be new leads sitting in their CRM, which is pretty exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're running these campaigns to attract the new leads and uh, to nurture prospects and to engage our clients and to uh, and to generate referrals. So. So those are, uh, again, another, <laughs> another long answer to about, you know, what's InsureMark doing about and what, what does ADO mean and, and what, mm-hmm. is, uh, what, what does an advisor development organization mean to us? And then finally, I would say our third theme is family. And right. uh, we treat our advisor clients like family. You know, when my wife and I started InsureMark back in 1983, we were very intentional. Quite honestly, we were very prayerful about what is the purpose of what we're doing? Why are we doing this? You know, yeah, we want to we want to build a business and build a career and have a nice lifestyle and all that. But really, deeper than that, what do we really want to do? And and what we what we really wanted to do was to serve people, and yeah. uh, we wanted to make a difference in people's lives. And so we set out. We wanted to become servant leaders. We wanted to deliver on promises. We wanted to deliver on every promise that we made. I know that it sounds a little bit maybe corny, but it's been real to us for 37 years. And we've been very fortunate and and very blessed to have 
been able to build a business and be able to deal with literally thousands of financial advisors all across the United States and to be able to become a servant leader in our industry and to be able to deliver on our promises. So, you know, everybody says they're different. All of my good friends who are my competitors were, we all set out to try to be different, but I guess the things that really make us different, Eric, are, you know, we've got 37 years of experience. There's not a lot of us out there that are mm-hmm. that have been in the business that long and are and are still trying to be a vanguard in what we do to be cutting edge and to think outside the box and that's one thing that makes us different. And the other is the fact that we've embraced a new direction. Mm-hmm. You and I know this, Eric, people hate change. You yeah. know, every, <laughs> yeah. not, not a, you don't like it, I don't like it. But you know what? If you don't change, you're going to die. You know, in this industry, the world is changing in every aspect. And even in the financial product distribution business, it's changing. Mm -hmm. So that's one, that's another thing that makes us different. Our values, our value proposition and what we stand for and what our advisor clients, what they mean to us. That's what makes it different. It's, uh, it's all part of that family, that family value. And I really believe that all these add up to the unique culture that attracts the best of the best advisor out there. We yeah. really believe that you, you know this, Eric, it's lonely. The financial, being an financial advisor, it's lonely out there. And a lot of these guys and gals are, are looking for a home. Yeah. They're looking for a family to be a part of, somebody that they can, they can say, hey, I'm a part of the InsureMark family, and I'm proud to be a part of that family. And so that's what makes its difference. We are family. We <laughs> we actually call our annual educational network incentive trip the family reunion. Nice. And uh, our advisors from all around the country look forward to the, the annual family reunion to see their friends and the spouses and the significant others every year really look forward to getting together like a family does. And yeah, uh, you could pick up the phone and, and call a lot of our advisors and they'll tell you that's exactly how they feel about InsureMark and our family. So that would be our third theme, Eric. Uh, Mayflower being one, the ADO, the Advisor Development Organization being the second, and the third would be uh, would be the family aspect here at InsureMark. That's fantastic. I hope that hasn't bored you or your listeners, but <laughs> well, no, so. not me at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you something. It's so interesting. I I love everything you've said. Something that you don't know about me. Uh, we we've you know we're working on this podcast together and and, and all, and, and we're gonna have fun doing this. I know that. But I actually own a company that uh, I'm a business coach and consultant for advisors and uh, insurance agents and things. And you're speaking my language. When you said that you started in the sandwich business, I was thinking, okay, you know, here's the thing is that that was, and I'm using air quotes, that was kind of like fast food, being able to order a sandwich and have it put together. And you, it wasn't necessarily, I'm assuming it wasn't like a sit down restaurant. That's going to take a while to fulfill your order. It was a bit faster than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that was that era. You were probably a little ahead of your time in in the fast three years, three years (laughs) to be exact. There you go. So you're a little bit ahead of the time. Too early. Too yeah. early. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. if we're talking 15 years ago, 15 years ago, we're talking the microwave era, right? The microwave yeah. generation where, we're, you know, you push a few buttons, you're going to get your answer. You're going to get what you want in three to four minutes and, and it's going to be ready to go. Well, we're not in that era anymore. We are in the instant nope. era, right? You want a movie? Netflix has it or Prime yeah. has it or Hulu has it or whoever, just like you said. So being able to keep up and one of the things that you brought up is that you guys are changing and you guys are going in this new direction. You have to be able to keep up. And to me as a coach, 
you're on pace. You are spot on with what you're doing, where you're at, and how you're helping these advisors. So, Steve, I, I think that you are... <laughs> You're on the verge of something amazing with this release, and I hope that everybody listening to this podcast, every advisor out there takes a look and says, am I up to snuff and am I up to speed with what's going on? Because everybody wants answers instantly, and they want <laughs> if I want to talk to an advisor and I want to see what they're all about with their business, if I email them or message them, I don't want to wait 48 hours. I would like somebody to get back to me you know, fairly quickly. And so exactly. having these tools is going to be revolutionary for a lot of advisors as long as they're willing to make that change, right? Just like yeah. you said, some are just going to go ahead and not. Well, that's their choice, and I feel sorry for their clients. But for those advisors that want to stay cutting edge, boy, I'll tell you what, this is a great thing to look into. Steve, if they do want to contact you or your team, how do they get a hold of you to talk to you about this? Pretty easy. Just pick up the phone, call 1-800-752-0207, or they can, they can, uh, uh, they can go to www.insuremark.net and browse our site and plenty of contact information on there, Eric. I mean, we will we'll be happy to, whether it's electronically or over the phone or whatever, just give us a shout out and we'll, we'll be happy to tell you a little bit more about our story and how we can honestly transform your business. And uh, we would love to have that opportunity. That's fantastic. Steve, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Eric. Really appreciate it. Thanks very much. You bet. And I want to thank all of you for listening to the inaugural podcast for the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, which I know you haven't because this is the very first one, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when they come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your colleagues. And these would be great to discuss, especially if you have some colleagues that they need to start stepping up their game and you guys are thinking of making a change. Great group to call. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at InsureMark, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.